This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here on a Friday afternoon, getting you to your weekend, it is Julia and Brittany joining us on this Friday here on my Talk 1071. Is the law, people? Brittany's here. Love is the law. If there was a law, I would say it's definitely love. I've got my shirt on today. Right on your boobs. I do. The Low J State Fair shirt. The year we didn't have a state fair. This is the version. Law? It's got to be love. That's what I always say. Oh, just stop it. Oh, just stop it. Okay, so so there is... um, I'm not going to talk about it. Well, all right, I will. Okay. Okay, so this, Lori gave me this yesterday for randoms, and we didn't have time about it, but it's a baby tooth tradition. You know, after the tooth fairy takes the teeth, sometimes they don't want to take them with them. They just want to come and visit the little child. Okay, good And to make know. sure that they, you know, get something from the tooth fairy. But okay. sometimes the tooth fairy is not enough room in their pockets to oh. take the teeth, so sometimes they're left. And so people do different things with the teeth. And so I was... Jeff was over the other night over. We're not living together yet because we're selling his house. You know, we're newlyweds and stuff. So anyway, I'm going through looking for a card for something and I have a card drawer and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I take out this envelope and I'm like, well, look, here are my kid's baby's teeth. (laughs) Wait, didn't you also have the umbilicus? The umbilical cord for a while and a little piece of hair. But that was it. And that was the unfinished book baby book of number one number two got nothing yeah we didn't even start number one so yeah. don't even so it's bad. crazy so i'm sitting there what to do with the baby teeth well this family had a tradition that they would make like a wood carve someone in their family was a wood carver and they carved a wood like a, a like a little squirrel chipmunk and then they put baby one of the kids teeth and they made one of these handcrafted wood carved little pets with their little kids' teeth for each of the kids. Oh, that's that's a little beaver, and it's amazing. That is, Super cute. Isn't that so funny? So cute. Because oh, the tooth fairy so can't take cute. all the teeth. One problem. Mm-hmm. I see one problem with this. There is something about that that will be now you have to have it forever. Well, so, like, literally, that will be now in this chat, little Timmy's life. He has to carry that from house to house forever. Which is... A very true statement because Grant has his lookalike doll. Yeah, I know. You know, remember that? Yes. Grant has this little... Grant is also like, and I say this with the most love because it's his birthday, he is a full-blown hoarder. And he admits it, yes. Yeah. Right, but he's an only child and they, they really spent time. So his aunt, Bev, I want to say, or something, made him... Well, was it I, his godmom, His Bev? godmother. Who called in? I don't know if it was Bev who called in. She made him a ceramic doll and put an outfit on that he wore in his baby <laughs> picture. And during Project Done and Dirty, we were desperate for donations, and we said we'd post it. So, I mean, so you're right. This little 
you know, forever. wood carving is forever. Forever. Do you have something that has traveled with you forever that you're like, why do I have to keep taking this with me? Oh, anything my mom, like, officially is like, this is your grandma's. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I ha- It doesn't matter what it is. Done. I have it forever. Did Katie Ledecky give you one of her gold medals to travel with you forever? Oh, of course. She keeps saying her cousin's Katie Ledecky, Mike. She actually showed me her baby teeth and I ate one in hopes that I could have more DNA. Is that what you want me to say? How'd that work? Like, I'm a faster swimmer. There now. you go. Nice. I've got the shoulders. Could you ever swim? Are you a good swimmer? I'm not a bad swimmer. I was never like four. Like I did swim a little bit. But like not like I just didn't. It wasn't my sport. Like the minute that you, her parents put her in the water, was she a fast swimmer? Yes. Like from when I was, I would say a teenager we would hear about her, you know, doing well in sports. And, like, it was one of those things that you don't hear that often at that age through a cousin, you know? Right. So, yes, always. She's always been that way. And always super motivated. I think that's the key. You have to have the resources, the motivation, and the skills all line up to be at that level. Be at that level. To be a GOAT. To be a GOAT. To be a GOAT. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You So you have... <laughs> Mike, do you have any of your, um, like, well, a possession that your mom has given you or your dad has given you that you're going to have forever? Yeah, I just went through an, another move. And there's right. there's that box of just random Yeah, there's that box of random stuff that I'm like, I've moved this from every single place that I've lived, and I don't know why. Fortunately, I still have I, some things that I leave at my mom's place, which is a lot of those types of right. mementos and things like that. But, yeah, it's tough. There's always that one shoebox that you just can't get rid of that stuff. It's that so bad. So much Isn't it? Like, you got to mm-hmm. Marie Kundo that so hard. <laughs> And so I go, mm-hmm. does this spark joy? I only got one yearbook, I think my whole like high school, because I could already tell that my personality, I don't want to hold on to stuff. Really? Isn't that crazy? That, that is even crazy. Even at that age, I go, I don't, because I remember I was like, here, you can buy a yearbook. And I go, I don't want to buy one. Like I tell my senior it year. It wasn't because you didn't have any friends to write anything I mean, in it. <laughs> who's, you know, it's not about the amount of friends, Julia. Because you read mine one day. Or- that was fun. But I don't. I've never been a stuff per like to uh, clothes. I will keep, and if you give me something, I will keep it probably forever. But like, I'm not. I don't want a lot of stuff. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But it's kind of it's kind of funny. But that you're right about the baby teeth oh, chipmunk. That it's definitely a beaver. <laughs> I can't say that enough. Like it, it looks like a beaver. It's, it's eating one. Oh, it's, it's so terrible. funny. I feel like Margot is going to get one of these. It's All right. So oh, no, you know what? I got to mention this too. Yeah, quilts. Oh, unless you ask somebody for a quilt, when somebody gives you a quilt, you will have that forever. And I is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it depends on your aesthetic, but not everybody's house is a quilt house. Okay, so apparently she got too many quilts for Gogo when she delivered. No, I love the baby quilts. <laughs> love them. I'm just saying that the like grown up ones. The grown up ones. I think I would agree with you because I had an auntie who made me a quilt once, and I'm like, did I ask for this? And am I going to move this? <laughs> like, I mean, it's so snotty. I like, know. That's what I'm saying though. Like, so I know. Snotty. I know it's going to come off as a jerk. I'm fine with that. We all know I don't need friends. My yearbooks prove it. Um. But, like, I think you have to almost even ask people, if you're going to make them a quilt, at least say, give me a color scheme. Exactly. So that's that's my exactly. other advice for today. That was really good advice. So you want to yes. wear a baby? Baby weighted- thing. Don't, you will never wear those dresses again. <laughs> ask them for the color scheme. All right. With that, we're going to take... Knowledgeable beyond her years. <laughs> that was free. We'll be right back for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. 
He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Today's random is brought to you by Brittany. That's all it is. By Brittany. You and I like wearing a sports bra. I, you know, I've switched though. Hmm. I Tell switched me more. from. Well, this might be not a great thing to share on the air, but I feel like everyone knows everything about Nobody, me. We're anyway, not on the air right now. It's fine. No Just one's listening. Us. It's Friday. Um, I had to quit wearing sports bras because you know how they just would mash your boobs together in that una yeah unibra unibra area and mm-hmm. I have I have okay sized boobs. You have great boobs. No, I don't mean they're great, but no, they're big. I'm telling you, and I've had a reduction. Somebody who doesn't have like big boobs, I like a lot of things about myself. You got great boobs. I get so itchy between my boobs after sweating oh. and tennis and stuff. And Dr. Crutchfield said, that's a yeast infection. I said, between my boobs? He says, yes. So he gave me creams. And so then I started, I know that sounds really bad. No, it doesn't. It's interesting. I bet you but so many people have experienced I that. got it between my, my my boobs on my cleavage. And I would itch and itch and it and drive me crazy. So now I started buying bras that clasp in the front. Okay. That don't have any... Straight oh, thing across, so, so I it wear, divides them. Still, it divides them, and then I'll wear my sports top over it. And do I you don't think have it has enough support. Well, my sports top has a shelf bra on it always. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I get it that way, but I can't have it the first layer because I. Yeah. Note to self: yeast can happen in other places, yeast. people. It, you, it goes places. It, it travels on the body, which I never knew about, which wasn't pretty. Well, and the same vein of uh, let's watch out for what we put on our body. Yes. They're finding that sports bras have high levels of toxic chemicals in no less than eight brands of sports bras. Would you like to hear those brands? Yes. And why? Um, Just because to make the material be that heavy duty and it's like girdle like. Yeah. I think okay. there's like an aspect of the BPA stuff they're right. saying um, and exposes the wear to 22 times the safe limit of BPA. Um I do wonder if this could be applied to all of our super tight leggings that we were walking around with because a lot of them are like that same thing. Right. Um, But the, okay, tell me if you wear this, then you say, yeah. The companies that were found to have uh, toxic chemicals in their sports bra include Athleta. I don't wear those. I would buy the cheap ones from Target Champion. Pink. Well, I'm going to give you all the brands. Asics, The North Face, Brooks. All in motion, Nike. You don't have any Nike ones. I had one, and I, Fila. I don't wear them. I don't wear them. They give me their first of all, right now, too tight. And secondly, all right, those. That's good to know. I know. I have like most of those brands. You do, yeah, like Nike for sure. Athleta, absolutely. So people might just want to take a peek and take um, a peek. Also, like this, ha- I'm infamous for doing this. You got to take that stuff off immediately after you when you're done. Out. When you have the sweat on you. Yeah, especially yeah. leggings, and most people already know this, so it's like very common knowledge. Like, like Grandma Cluck, Grandma Marie Cluck always told us, you gotta let it breathe. Oh, you do cotton underwear, please. Or, don't wear it. Okay, there we go. Gotta let it breathe. Yesterday, two days ago, was no bra day, or was that just yesterday, Mike? I can't remember. I'm The days are running, yeah. running on, so no underwear day. All right. Good to know. I love it. All right, good to know. But that's kind of scary. I know. All right. <sighs> I think that... Happens probably more often than we'd like to know. Right. Sleep divorce. I know you're newlywed. You don't want to think about the D word. Oh, I mean, not that one. Well, I know people who have separate bedrooms because they just can't sleep together. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Because so you Bustle toss. just talked to. He does it. Grant. No, I was saying Grant. Grant. Yeah. Grant is known for this. And I got to be honest. It's we struggle. Yeah. We are tossers and 
turners, and I don't know if there's a king-size bed big enough. I do think it's weird, too, your whole life. Like, when you grow up, you have, like, all these kids in your family, and sometimes you're in, like, a room with, like, two or three kids, and then you finally get your own room, and then when you get married, you're, like, grounded and have to share a room your whole you're, rest of your life. You're so funny. It's like being grounded. You're so funny. Like, I do think there is something. You're so funny. <laughs> like, a, I've never, more, I've never been say. more financially stable, right. and I have to share a room with somebody. <laughs> Not only that, but a bed too. Yeah, a bed. Well, thank you, Mike. Like and sheets with a tosser and turner. Right. Like, We're never I, under the right sheet. I'm like Jeff. You're on the wrong layer. We oh, yeah. have um, because my you know um, I was gonna say because of my infertility. Uh, but like we have an extra bathroom nobody uses, and I have to share one with my husband. <laughs> How wild is that? What do you think about it? I love it that you're saying this. That's so funny. So anyways, sleep divorce is very, uh, it's trending hardcore where you go into the own room. Um, they, You can say different, even different beds or different bedrooms. I can't imagine. My grandparents always had two. So did mine. Twin size beds. Same. In two different bedrooms. My grandpa, rest in peace, Mr. Edward Hagen, he was a doctor. He was a you know a war hero. Had to sleep in a twin size. So bed. did my grandpa Duke, but he was like three seven, like, and Grandma Julia was like three nine. Oh yeah, my grandpa was like we're little tall. people. Yeah, like I just think to myself like that's what they did though. Dang. They had twin beds. Rest in peace, grandpa. In different bedrooms. No, no, they might. Oh, mine have different bedrooms. But like then. Grandma, who's 96 now, she's got a queen bed for herself. And I was like, ooh, waited until a little bit on that one, didn't we? Oh, yeah. oh, that's so funny. That is just such a funny concept that, you know, you would you would grow up and just hope for your own bedroom. And I then know. and then you get married and you have money and you have two bedrooms and two bathrooms. And, but you stay together. That's, we stay that's together. Very funny. And I guess... I will that's say, funny, but you have a king size bed, king size bed, and the type that, like, you know, like the bowling ball commercial where you can't feel the other person, you know, where they throw the bowling ball and there's that wine glass that yes. doesn't, whatever. I'm not going to say the brand, right? I need to get that, but I do love that I feel nothing. See, I would love that because all I do emotionally or physically, I feel nothing inside. <laughs> um, I love that. I would say that that. Especially when I worked weird hours. Yes. You sneak out. You can get in and out of bed without... Without the whole world knowing. Oh, I love it. Oh, all right. But I, I, was, I know that's that's a that's a popular trend, though. I think people sleep is a big deal. Um, I did watch a scary movie that was right on the cusp of being very scary. And, or making you pass out and vomit. Yes. Like the other one we talked it's not, about. It's not that scary, and it has... Intri- like, the scary aspects of it, you're... You like, you enjoy. Okay. The spirits may or may not be helpful. We'll say that. Okay. What's the name of the movie? The Black Phone. And is this on what? Peacock. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The Black Phone. The okay. Black Phone. And, uh, but not too scary. No, that's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, Ethan Hawke is in it. Yes. Okay. Have you seen this? No, uh, Mike won't see anything. Oh, no, I want to. This is the one where, like, the kid's trapped, right? And mm-hmm. then he gets hit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've seen the previews for this. I love psychological thrillers. There's a big difference between slasher, horror, and psychological thrillers. I'm Mike, cool with that. You should watch this. Nice. Because it. it's, like, I, ever since I've become kind of a baby, ever mm-hmm. since I've had a baby, I'm very emotional. Oh, it's the tears I watched, flow. I watched the movie Gravity and was bawling uncontrollably <laughs> because I thought, this woman is out there in space. Why? We won't watch that. 
Like, I don't know what it was. Like, make, like I felt claustrophobic. I felt, I'm feeling things too much. Well, that's because your hormones are on fire. Preach. So, black phone, though. <laughs> Preach. It, Preach, people. I would say you could watch. It's not, you know, not gory, nice. whatever. And it's kind of like, um, gosh, I want to say like the sixth sense. That, it doesn't have a twist like that or anything. Sure. But it, you go, you root for like the, the phone. The, the scary aspects are are welcomed. All right. That's all I want to say because I don't want to ruin anything. Well, thank you. 10 out of 10. The black phone. Wow. The black phone. Um, You're watching House of the Dragon. I am. Why are we so okay with... Incest? Yeah. like Because that was already in... It was already in the first one. But it's one. so... He... I'm telling you, I would not be shocked if George R. R. Martin has got done this propaganda and we're like, he's like, I just want to tell you I'm married to my wife and I've been trying to... I'm married to my, my sister. sister. And I've been trying to normalize it. Mm-hmm. Because he is... So good at me going, you know, maybe this uncle and niece were meant to be. Because they're kind of hot. It's terrible. Well, after the Lannisters were brother and sister. Yes. Not oh. uncle. Oh. Seemed, or niece and uncle. It seems like that bad of a it thing. Seems like far, far, it's like third cousin. <laughs> I know. So the main part is uh, he said that the Viserys that he wrote, the actor did a better version than the one he wrote. So oh, thought that wow. was cool. That's very cool. All right. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. What is the meaning of this? Okay. I warned Mike. I said, I said, there's a couple times during the show that I just want you to turn off. <laughs> this is her way of saying, I hate this segment. I hate this segment. I'm going to sing through all of it and just filibuster it. There you go. <laughs> Keep going. I'll um, I'm with the sixth grader today. Oh, I just wanted attention. I, you did. All right. So here's someone who wants attention too. Unexpectedly, you know, BravoCon is going on. And next mm. year, we vowed, Brittany, Lori, and I are going to be going to this. We have to. Because it's all the Bravo shows. And um, it's the Housewives franchise, the, the Below Deck franchise, the Southern Charm, Charm which I don't watch. but Bravo I know, Liberties. Yes, they're all there. And it started. So guess who unexpectedly showed up? Miss Lisa Renna. And she goes in front of the crowd and she's booed because she said, I have to tell you about this. Otherwise, I'll get cancer comment or something, which the American Cancer Society has spoken out against her. And she's just over the top this year. Yeah. So she's getting booed and she's up on top of this on the stage in a fabulous outfit Says I'm a bleeping bleeping rock star and flips everyone off. She's leaning into it. What is it called? Um, when you when when, when the wrestler ha- uh, when everyone the bad hates guy? you. No, what's the wrestler? The heel. Ba- the heel. Yes. She's become the heel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think she's just leaning into it. Like Correct. she has no other way out, so she's just leaning she's into just- it. I do think that we have to acknowledge. Yes, the cancer comment was like bad, but, but like obviously, there's it, been worse things, and, and and it was like and an it was, analogy. It, it wasn't, was she didn't literally it, mean it. It literally was, but she just yeah. And then so here's another thing. So at BravoCon last night, Kathy Hilton, mm. who had the big outbreak burst supposedly in, in Aspen. Aspen with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, was leading her Congo line that she wanted to do in Aspen. She her sister was not in the line. She. Finally, she's first off. She's trolling us. She she has a better publicist than Erica Jane or anybody. Yep. Um, who's saying this is what you need to do? Like, obviously, Paris Hilton 
like I would say that they have tapped into leaning into something when it like could be looked at as a negative. Yeah. They're they they have the best team, they have the best publicity, and she gets the joke. She gets how to play this. Yes. I do think she had a meltdown. I do think but of course I don't care. I don't right. care that she had a meltdown. I just right. I'm sad that I didn't get to see it. I love my melt- housewives meltdowns. Yeah, we didn't get to see it. Um, do you, all right, here's another one. Okay, Mark Wahlberg, you know, the actor. Marky Mark. Yep. Says Vegas is going to become Hollywood 2.0 as he swaps his 90 million dream L.A. mansion for the income tax free Sin City, where he plans to build a studio and a shoe factory and give his four kids a better life. I think that he's the type of person who whatever decision he makes, he's going to rationalize why it is the best. He That's that what rings true. It's like if I said that Eden Prairie is the now the Minneapolis of um, Minnesota, like I'm trying to rationalize my own decisions. Your I, extra 20 minute commute. Yeah, I like don't. And like you know what I mean? I'm just saying right. like there are people, it's like, no, Eden Prairie is its own thing and it's great. Vegas is its own thing and it's great. Like don't try to make it something it's not. And but, there's a different vibe there. 100%. But there is something to be said about all of those Western states with smaller cities. And Vegas isn't a good example. I'll give you Bozeman. Yeah. Bozeman is turned in. I know. To the richest town. Yeah. That used to be this fun cowboy town. But everyone from Hollywood and everyone from everywhere else has come there to, you know, the Yellowstone Club kind of started it. And it's it's. You can't even afford housing there because they don't have anything for the locals anymore. Yeah. And then this like Silicon Valley took on um, there was another city that they did this to as well recently. And I want to say it was in like Colorado or something. Coeur d'Alene and Idaho. I mean, there's all these little small pockets that that people have fled California to go to. But everything is a 2.0. Yeah. Except for Eden Prairie. It's a one. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Eden like, is just you know, a one. But you know, I like, love Eden Prairie. I know you do, and like I'm, just, I love Eden Prairie. I yeah. love living there. But like I have, you, you know, I hear people trying to rationalize where they live and why right. it's this or that. It's like no, it's it's not this, and it's not that. And, right. and, and some people look at it as a benefit to not be this or that. But like you, Holly, Vegas is already a thing, Marky Mark. Like, right. why are you trying to make it another thing? Like people love Vegas. Yeah. It's all right. It's a very distinct vibe. He's trying to, you know, and I do get this. If you, you know, like Julia Roberts did this, you know, she left Hollywood, raised her kids in New Mexico. Now I think she lives somewhere outside of San Francisco. I mean, going to quieter communities yeah. to raise a family makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that Vegas would be. I would agree. To that, but they but have I get what suburbs, yes. you know, he's oh, not yeah. living on the strip, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I, I love I love that, you know, people can think outside of the box. You don't, we are so living in a world right now that it used to be if you wanted to follow a certain field, you had to move to LA, you had to move sure. to New York. It's not like that There's anymore. options. There's a lot of options. Mm-hmm. You can get to that stardom without having to do the wine and grind of trying to find a place in LA, trying to find housing in LA. I mean, that is in itself terrible. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think if you can achieve your goals and do it elsewhere, I say get some. Get some. We're doing it right here from St. Paul, Minnesota. St. University. Paul. The St. Paul of Minnesota. The University Avenue. All right. So keeping up with Sylvester Stallone's family, they do, they're they debuting their new reality show, I think, this weekend. And it's made by the same people who produced the Kardashians. <gasps> Was the breakup and makeup all stage for TV? I say yes. Yeah, of course. But that was intense. 
Very intense. Uh, where is this going down? We don't know where it's going to show yet. I don't know. But I like the Kardashian show on Hulu. Everyone's saying it's so good. I love it. I think there's a lot. It's I crazy. love their homes. Yeah. I love their makeup. I love their nails. I love their workout rooms. I like every their aesthetic. I like their cars that I've never, ever seen on the road before. I would say they've transformed breaking the fourth wall and making that a very, like, you know, like, the housewives just recently have been doing this in the past probably like two or three years where they acknowledge their platform. The Kardashians have always done that very well. And I think they really leaned into that. And Hulu is like, we're acknowledging, we're not pretending we're a reality show anymore. We're acknowledging that the reality show is part of the show. Does that make sense? Yes. Did you and, watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians yeah, originally? Uh, some of it. Like, I can't say I was ever that big of a fan. I felt a lot of it just felt very staged. And that's me saying that because obviously the housewives are often as well. But I thought at the beginning they did it very clumsy and I didn't like it. It was 15 years ago today in 2007, which is weird. 2007 is already 15 years ago. That isn't the right math, is it? The first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians premiered. Was they what? did this... It, 2007 is 15 years ago. It seems wrong if I did the math. That's right. I know it, but it feels so not that long ago, but yet apparently it was. I know. Um, they did a CGI or AI um, comparison of all the Kardashian kids mm-hmm. with the before and afters. It's amazing. Yeah, it's wild. What they what they look like, what they would have looked like now had they not done other plastics. It's wild. It really is. It's, I, I. It's on the Daily Mail if anyone wants to look at it. I think it's crazy. I want to look at that for sure. It's crazy, but I'm, I'm so late to the Kardashian game, but I do like their show on Hulu. I don't think you missed out on anything. I think they only recently, and Hulu kind of, they changed the format to what I like more is that like they're acknowledging the show. They're acknowledging the cameras. They're acknowledging their platform. Back in the day when they used to pretend like these fake narratives. Sure. I remember Chloe was like, hey, I'm um, dealing with my husband who's an, an possibly an addict. Let's go to um, find addicts and fi- ask them questions. It was like, what are you? What? Right. This is this is like this is not only a made up content, but a crazy thing to do for content. So now it's like we actually just get to see like, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot for this show. Right. Like. They're breaking it's really, the wall. It's, it's I like really it. cool. I, I do like that show. I recommend it to people. Love it. I know. All right. Other than that, um, this is just sad news. Were you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah. Do you know the guy who was the wizard um, who played Hagrid? Yes. He passed. Aww. He was only 72 years old. His he name was, was Robbie Coltrane. He was a big guy. Yeah, he was a, he was a jolly man. And I don't even mean like that, but he unique... was everything about him was like he was tall. And that's why he did yep. such a good Hagrid. Yep. I loved those books and I, 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 I liked the movies, but I loved the books. So he passed. So that was kind of sad. Rest in peace, Hagrid. I know it. I know he's survived by his sister and his children and his ex-wife. Mm. So that's sad. So that just happened. Oh, lordy, lordy. But, um... Okay. Anything else to Hollywood speak? Wait, Hollywood speak? No, I got nothing. You did a really good job. 10 out of 10. What, I'm going to listen to that segment. Over and over and over again. But Lisa Renna, she's up. She's, she's leaning into it. I think she might get a diamond next season. Like, you know, be, still you, be a character. You do think so? Yeah, because I think... Who? She needs to be the bad guy. I don't think Diana is going to make it, even nope. though I kind of secretly wanted Diana to make it. No, I can't stand her. I like. I say it. Say it out loud. Crystal, maybe she go. 
Ah, I, I'm not ready to let go of Crystal. I let me think on I it. Like I've got a whole Beverly Hills reunion wrap oh, up we want to talk we're about. We're going to get to that right now when we're off air, but and I'll decide if it's worth it. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.